This is Lady Tiffany Ma and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I don't know if y'all have been noticing what's going on in the news in Atlanta. Let's just say this. Boundaries were crossed. Okay? Boundaries are crossed. Um, I would suggest to any candidate, I mean, long story short, you lost, so you should bow out gracefully. But in the same sense, if somebody is sabotaging your campaign by saying that you are going to shut down the nightclubs, this is where it gets iffy. Um, I'm just telling you, y'all already know, I can't stand to y'all light-skinned ass. Um, and I'm light-skinned too, so don't take offense. But he's one of those Negroes, he on my top five list of Negroes I don't like. Him, Claudia Jordan, uh, who's the other Negro I don't like? Um... Taylor Swift. When I say Negroes, I'm including white people too. I call y'all niggas too. Um, who else? Uh Justin Bieber. No, not Justin Bieber. Uh, who else? Uh the Kardashians, I think, is the remainder of the list. Those are the top five Negroes I don't like. And he's one of them. Um I don't like the way he went about trying to get people's vote. He went about it in a very ghetto way, saying something to the effect of that she's going to shut down the nightclubs. And I felt that was stupid and that was ignorant and that was undermining citizens of Atlanta. Granted, Atlanta's money is made through the nightlife. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I'm going to just be straight up honest with you. I just don't like what's going on right now in the news with this whole situation. This sabotage is ridiculous. Like, come on. And from my understanding, I know the lady was a Republican. Am I not correct? He'll kill a mic going on talking about something. Y'all not enjoying that. Y'all not appreciating that two black candidates ran for office and shut the fuck up. Fuck all y'all. Y'all all ain't shit to me. That's how I genuinely feel about this. Fuck that fake woke ass shit. Forget that. Everybody wants to all of a sudden be woke these days. Meanwhile, you monitoring your daughter's vagina and she's an adult. Whack ass nigga. Shut the fuck up. So y'all know that's going to be the main thing I talk about today. I'm going to talk about the many stances about that today. But today's main topic, I'm going to be talking about different fashion lines and the reason why, uh, not that. Okay, I take that back. I'm talking about different fashion lines that have done controversial things, but for some reason they have not been canceled. So it is what it is. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna get into this trash of a day with all these trashy people. You're trash. Everybody's fucking trash, okay? Everybody's trash. I don't care which way you cut it, everybody's trash. I want to start up something with something a little cozy. Okay. And it's going to say, um, it's from ballsalert.com. says, Michael B. Joy says, relationship with Lori Harvey wasn't real enough to go public with. The contributor to this story is 
caked up dripped out and it says actor michael b jordan is breaking his silence about why he decided to show off his relationship with lori harvey to the world the creed star spoke with the hollywood reporter stating that while he isn't sure if he would could handle the public opinion early in his career his love affair with lori harvey was unreal enough to share with the world without a worry long story short i think it's just the timing of everything it was the right time for me yeah i'm happy the 34 year old added his latest revelation echo his earliest comments about the 24-year-old model back in April. Jordan told people that he's extremely happy with his new romance. Before going public with his stepdaughter, Steve Harvey, Jordan was notoriously quiet about his dating status, opting to keep his relationships out of the media. He was previously linked to multiple women, including social media star Catherine Pais. You know, Catherine, she married to, uh, she part of the Ace family, right? Yeah, I said it. She is part of the Ace family. Now she married to him, and I bet you she wished she was with Michael B. Jordan at this point. And actress Kiki Lane. Though he never publicly claimed either woman, so he's saying that this is real enough for him, but word on the street says something else, but we ain't gonna, uh, we ain't gonna uh, look at too much of that. Um, the next story, um, I think is a cautionary tale from Benzino. He's kind of telling y'all to, to keep that street stuff off the internet. Um, this is from the neighborhood talk and, um, he's, he's on Vlad TV. He says, um, the street life is more dangerous due to internet. You're not just being investigated by the police. You're being investigated by the bloggers. And not only it's funny that he say that, but he's talking to Vlad and everybody know that Vlad is ops. <laughs> Vlad, Vlad TV. Everybody knows that Vlad is what they say, FBI or a CIA agent or something like that. He's the cops. Okay, August Alcina kind of outed him for that. Oh, he because um Vlad was like he wanted to talk to August Alcina. August Alcina was like, nah, I heard you were ops. So you tell him about the police while talking to the police. That's funny. Um, but he's right. He it's a warning to y'all, and he's secretly warning y'all. He's kind of blinking to let you know that the police sees everything. What you do on the internet, they see everything. Okay. So stop being stupid. This next story should be like something that y'all, let me tell y'all. Hulu posted the documentary about Astroworld last night or yesterday. I don't know. I didn't catch it. I was so busy in my own little world and doing my own little thing. And yes, I was catching up on Doctor Who with the new doctor. So don't judge me. I wasn't there when it just popped up. And I have been missing out on some stuff on Hulu because I did start watching the series La Brea. And then I started watching Doctor Who. And I became trash last night and decided to watch the show You. And my God, y'all, OMG, you really got me. The first episode, girl. And to me, he doesn't come up as a good, it's crazy because I was like, I was looking at, you know, I feel like sometimes people play um their astrology signs sometimes. I just, I got a Scorpio feeling from him. And I found out the actor that plays him is a Scorpio. So I was getting Scorpio vibes from how he was doing everything. Um, it's crazy. But I think they, I, I not that I think they, they tried to post a documentary about Astroworld. And it was crazy because I was listening to the lovely T and she was talking about it on her um, platform and she basically said, you know, it took y'all years to do a documentary on Firefest. Oh, don't think we forgot about Fire Festival, Jarul. And it's like, 
you know, families are still burying their people. And there's people probably still in the hospital. There are people who probably still dying, maybe, um, that have to do Astro World. You know, Ezra Blount's family said they did not want him to pay for the funeral. Um, and there's other people who are who has passed away. I mean, there was a nine and a 14-year-old that passed away. So you have parents that are mourning. And I even saw, I was watching Sean David Way where he was talking about the lawsuit and somebody is suing for, I think, what was it like trauma to the fact of to the trauma? It had something to do with pregnancy and pregnancy trauma. So, I mean, that could be the two little boys' moms. So, for them to come out of nowhere, first and foremost, Hulu, you're trash. Because my thing is, I would love to talk to everybody. I would love to talk to the families of the victims. People who were hospitalized because of Astro World. And that would take me at least a year. We're talking about pre-production, post-production, and we're talking about the filming of itself. And then you got to do the editing and all that stuff. And you're telling me you already have a documentary out about something that happened a month ago? No. Y'all moving too fast. And I know y'all trying to keep up. And I know what they were saying. They're trying to keep up with uh, YouTube. They definitely are because YouTubers got better information. And all they said was that Astro were that they, they reinstated it. But they removed the documentary. Um, this article comes from the Neighborhood Talk. It says, Hulu, 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 Hulu pulls Astro World Concert from Hell documentary hours after its release so they pulled it i was gonna watch it this morning and then i was like never mind and then i decided to watch the born identity um i woke up very early this morning i was up ready to work today i wasn't being trash today so yeah they pulled it which it needs to be pulled because there needs to be more information i think there's more information to get from this situation even though we all know that somebody was on demon time. But Hulu, you trash for that. Um, okay. So I'm going to do this. And then the last one is going to be about the clownery going on in Atlanta. Um, this is from BallerAlert.com. And it says, Epstein and Maxwell's sex abuse accused to testify she was brought to meet Trump when she was 14 years old. Girl, when I say Ghislaine, y'all better make sure she's safe, honey, because I want to hear some tea she got to spill. I want to know about the list. I want to know who's on it. Trump, of course, is on it. I mean, it's no way in the world. Look at how he looks at his daughter. Oh, dirty ass man. Girl, this contributed to this blog. It's XOXO Simone. And it says, woman who said she was abused by Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell testified in court Wednesday. Saying she was brought to Mariligo to meet Donald Trump when she was 14 years old. The woman identified only as Jane did not accuse Trump of any misconduct when they met. Jane also testified that she flew on Epstein's private plane several times along with Prince Andrew. Oh! Celebrity chef Adam Perry Lane and Epstein's mother and brother. So the family was in on it too? She did not accuse any of the passengers of misconduct either. Mr. Epstein introduced you to Donald Trump, correct? Defense lawyer Lauren Menninger. And acts, he took you to Marigaligo where you were 14, you claim. Menninger said, yes, Jane said. Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, mother and brother, Prince Andrew and Adam Perry Lang. Oh, I got some more I want to talk about. 
See, I forgot all the stuff that I, some stuff I saved from last night. And then and some stuff that um, I saved this morning. Um, that was supposed to be the second to last because it was some true tea. And I told y'all that. Um, so this next one is some funny. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who thought that Young Thug was going to come in there and pay for their kids Christmas toys. Um, and, um, which, you know, I don't know who spread it that rumor. So, uh, I found this on the neighborhood talk last night. I thought this was a hot mess. It says, the rumor started circulating that Young Thug was allegedly going to pay for everybody's stuff at Walmart. Thug and his team was nowhere in sight. It says, y'all got to stop believing everything you see on the internet unless you hear directly from that person. The internet rumor caused Young Thug fans to flood in a Walmart uh on november 30th thinking thugger was going to drop the coins on the holiday purchases they left the place just as empty as they walked in child wasted their time and energy girl who started this rover this, oh my God, let me tell you about the chaos that happened to me at Walmart one time. I was at Walmart and I felt stupid. Because I told my mom to do it and then I felt stupid. So it was these douchebags from hell. Um, Satan, uh, Satan servers. And we were in line. We were in a long holiday line. Okay. We were in a long holiday line. Was it Christmas or Thanksgiving? I forgot. It was a holiday line. We went to Walmart because we're last of any Negroes like that. <laughs> Me and my mom went in line and these two white guys come out and they said, hey, this register is open. So me and my mom tried to get out of line. I got in line to see it. And then they're like, no, that's a lie. That those are agents of chaos, friend. Whoever is the agent of chaos that told these Negroes, and I feel bad because a lot of those people look like they were getting stuff that they need. I mean, besides the TV is not what you need. So of course you're gonna see people with TVs, but you saw people who genuinely had stuff for their children. Um, they genuinely gonna have stuff for their kids. I found a little tight set that I want even for myself. Y'all know the little tights got a drive-through window. I I saw that at Target, honey. People genuinely was about to buy stuff. They're genuinely about to buy stuff for their children. Genuinely. And I don't know who spread this lie. I feel bad. Um, don't be mad at Young Thug, y'all. Young Thug ain't got nothing to do with it. If Young Thug didn't come on himself and do a live and say, hey, I'm going to this location and I'll pay for everybody's holiday gifts, don't do it, okay? I'm glad I didn't fall for that because my ass definitely would be over there buying some futons and everything. Mm -hmm. that's just awful and then the shelves were empty <laughs> speaking of crazy stuff happening at Walmart I found another article by Alert.com. The contributor is kicked up, dripped out, and it said Walmart must pay $2.1 million to a woman wrongfully accused of shoplifting. It says an Alabama woman falsely accused of stealing from Walmart has just been awarded $2.1 million in damages. Leslie Nurse was shopping in the Sisame, Alabama, Walmart in 2016 as she tried to pay for her items using self-checkout. The device began to malfunction. 
she got a Walmart associate to assist her and though thought that the issue was resolved. At the paying for the item, her husband and their three kids attempted to leave the store but were confronted by an asset protection manager. She was marching to their office and accused of stealing $48 worth of groceries. I remember going in that little room thinking I will be so it will this will be solved. This is an accident. This is an accident. This isn't on purpose, nurse explained. Instead, the incident ended with her being arrested and charged with shoplifting. Though the charges were eventually dropped when Walmart representative failed to show up in court, she still had a criminal record and the company being began harassing her with letters from their lawyers demanding that she pay $200 back. What? She filed a lawsuit against Walmart in 2018. During the trials, revealed that the company regularly used the tactic to force people into paying unfair fines for alleged shoplifting. Walmart! So, oh, yeah. Walmart, you have become trash over the years, girl. You're trash. This next article is from BallAlert.com, and its contributor is Aaron Boogie, and it says, Man accused of firing gun in Atlanta airport turns himself in. The man accused of accidentally discharging a firearm inside the Hartsville at Jackson at Atlanta International Airport earlier this month turned himself into the police Tuesday. Kenny Wells, 42, turned himself into the Clayton County Jail. According to the Atlanta Police Department news release, he is facing charges of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, carrying a weapon at a commercial airport, reckless conduct, and discharging a firearm on the property of another. If I'm have to guess, this motherfucker is on probation. On November 20th, Will lunged for the gun as his bag was being searched by TSA agents at a security checkpoint. In doing so, the weapon went off. Wells fled the scene and has been the subject of a manhunt by several law enforcement agencies. The gun was later found in the garbage in, at, at, in Cannes at the airport three days after the incident sent the airport into chaos. Wells remained in the county jail without buying. That was stupid. Okay, now let's talk about this trash over here. Okay. So, I don't know if you guys have been noticing on social media. I did not know they were going to elect a new mayor, but um, Keisha Lance Bottom basically said that she was not running for re-election. Um, so, and that she was done as mayor. Um, I understand why. I don't feel like she cowered out. I feel like when the riots start to happen in Atlanta and it became a thing where they started destroying people's restaurants and stuff like that, I feel like, um, you know, there was a huge misunderstanding and I feel like there's some things that are beyond her jurisdiction that were happening during these riots, which we're going to start talking about stuff like this. I'm going to open a Patreon where I can secretly tell you what I think is popping off and what's going on. Um, but there's some things that happened beyond her jurisdiction that was happening in her city during the riot at the time it was going on. We kind of had like a... um. Uh, what was it? What did it call it? Arab Spring? We kind of had Arab Spring here in America. So, you know, it was just a lot of chaos going on. And, you know, she's a mother of four and her children's come first and she cannot put herself in dangerous way, especially people threatening her life with her opinion and what she would in the move she has made as a politician. So there was an election last night and the guy that T.I. Raggedy ass want to win. Um, For the most part, I have voted Republican not Republican. I have voted Democrat my whole life. Um, even though I register as the independent. Um, so there was this lady that was running against this guy. She was a black lady who was a Republican, which historically there was a black, two black candidates that were running for office as we speak. 
there was this false narrative put out there that she wanted to close strip clubs in Atlanta. Little Duvall said that the T.I. T.I. said she was wanting to club, close a club in Atlanta, and he showed her at a uh, meeting as a councilwoman, and she was kind of talking about certain uh, regulations and rules that need to be put down for clubs. Um, now, whether that was her intention or not, we will never know because she is not the mayor of Atlanta. Um, but she is highly offended and she feel like she was self-sabotaged. Um, well, she was not self-sabotaged, but she was sabotaged by um, T.I., Isaac Hayes III, and um, by T.I. and Isaac Hayes III. Um, Isaac Hayes III, you don't know who Isaac Hayes is. He's a legendary singer and his son is becoming legendary within himself. Um, so he's a big producer. Um, he was the one that produced the documentaries about beefs in the rap culture. If you have not seen the documentaries about the hip hop beefs, you have to watch him. He did a very great job. And, um, he's a very influential individual in the entertainment industry and T.I. is trash. So she defended herself against the false narrative that they put out that she was going to close the clubs in um, Atlanta. Now, let me, I want to talk about this. Because what they did was exactly what they did. The one thing that I didn't like about this is the assumption of this woman's character. I'm going to talk about this because it brought me back to high school to where I had a classmate that was running for class president and I overheard classmates saying they didn't want to vote for her because they were scared she was going to ban perms. So I can't stand the fact that y'all made the decision. If y'all voted for the other guy because you didn't want the clubs in Atlanta to be shut down you're ignorant as shit that's just point blank period who that was an assumption made by people about her because she did have this like church lady thing going on she looked like a church lady So for them to spread a narrative, and she said they spread it a false, they spread, they spread a false narrative that she would ban clubs. Stuff like this messes up your career. We're not in high school, okay? And I don't see T.I. as a credible source for nothing. Nigga, it was a limited statutation. That does not mean you did not touch them girls, motherfucker. So don't get arrogant, sir. Don't ever get arrogant. I don't like your fucking ass. And if I had the money, I would find a private investigator and shut your ass down. Your head is too big. You are dealing with people who know the law. And clearly, sir, you never knew the law. I guess you didn't think the law applied to you when you were a drug dealer. I guess you didn't think the law applied to you when you were walking around carrying around guns. And I think you don't think the law applied to you when you sit up here abusing girls because I guess you assume their daddies don't give a damn about them, so you shouldn't too. I will be honest with you. I do feel some kind of way about our politicians being long in the tooth lately. Like Mr. Bain over there, Sleepy Joe. He look like he need an afternoon lap, okay? No, no, no tea, no shade. But I feel some kind of way that two 70-year-olds were running for president. Three. Because Bernie Sanders is 72. So I feel some kind of way about our politicians being a little long in the tooth because they're a little out of touch of what the real issues are going on with this generation. Now that I will agree to. However, I am not okay with bashing a politician 
just because she has a church lady geist going on. Okay, she did like a church lady. She clearly is still wearing a freaking uh uh Jerry curl. And I just don't care for you putting out false information and only showing part of a video saying that she wants to ban nightclubs. If you're going to endorse, endorse the right way, okay? Let the politicians duke it out. But with people who know exactly who you are, where you're from, your social security number, where you stayed at, the last crime you committed, and how many girls you sexually abused, yeah, I said it. I would sit the fuck down and raise the remainder of my children instead of sit up here and coming at a politician who knows a thing or two about you, boo. T.I., you are not educated enough to go against this woman. Your celebrity can celebrity all they want to, but all you're going to end up being doing is being exposed by everybody else. Now, there was a video of her talking, and then in the video, she kind of said too much to me, and this is where I would sit up there and say she became trash because she kind of said that she was kind of behind the takedown of T.I. Or implied. Know your place. Stay in your lane. It's nothing wrong with endorsing someone, but it's something wrong when you spread false information about the candidate just to get your candidate in. Hell, I didn't even know what was going on in Atlanta, and I live near Atlanta. But you have to be careful when you are just a celebrity, when you start to throw mud at politicians who all they have to do is call somebody who worked for the CIA, the FBI, the GBI to find out information about you and your trifling self. You need to focus on raising your children. That's what you need to damn do. You promote a politician, you talk about the politician that you're voting for. Don't be throwing mud at the opponent. You don't know the reason why she wants to shut down a nightclub because I'm going to be straight up honest with you. In Atlanta, and word on street in Texas, there's a sex trafficking problem. But you don't care because if they wasn't raised by their father, who gives a fuck, right? Long as not your daughter out there popping pussy. I'm over. I'm tired of it. And like I said, I was telling y'all, I don't know how I feel about the story with him. But I know that once it's put out there, because he was not, the charge was not pressed on him, they can bring it back up on some new charges and they can bring it back up on some new stuff that has happened within this decade. So, T.I., I think what you need to do is you need to lay low. Like Monica Calhoun said in the War of the Roses, you need to lay low for one more day. Or one more year. Or one more century. People still freshly know what you did. And because you got off on because it was a limited statutation, does not mean that you didn't do it, sir.
she know who you are. I would never fuck with the politician. They got pulled. I would never understand. Okay. That's why I try to go easy on Harris and Biden. I try to go easy, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I try to go easy on a politician. I try to not put myself out there. I try to not push the politics anyway on here because I'm not into politics. I do care about real world things and what's happening. But it's like the more we vote, the more we get pushed away from the real issues in this world. So I just don't care for that happening. You pushing a stereotype of that she's a church lady type of person and that's not necessarily what it is. I think you should have kept like my great grandma would say you little black ass out of it to begin with sir. You may get away with doing what you're doing to her but you ain't gonna get away with doing this to somebody else. Okay, you need to lay low. I don't understand why this man does not know how to lay low. It's like once he offend everybody, he feels like offending people even more. Okay, they said it was a limited statutation. All right, nobody's going to mess with your case. Okay, let it go. Sit your ass down, get in the house and shut up and only screw tiny. That's your wife. Here you are in the politics talking about somebody trying to ban clubs. Sounded ignorant. Sit down, sir. You have gotten yourself into enough trouble. Okay? You need to sit down. You better sit down before the Illuminati come in. (laughs) (laughs) before you get spanked because let's be straight up honest when it comes to anybody running for anything I don't trust them especially the ones that are perfect you don't know what you voted for when you voted for the guy that you got in the office right now you don't know what you're going to get You don't know who you're dealing with. Then shake your hand, kiss your babies, and turn around and plot against you. So please be careful with who you associate your name with. And please be careful of what you say about somebody. And what information you spread about somebody. You don't like misinformation being spread about you. So don't spread misinformation about yourself. With that being said, this concludes today's stories. I found some more stories. And, of course, T.I. was on the radio talking about some that um, that she was, um, she was focused on the wrong thing. Yeah, you are, too. You're focused on the wrong thing, too, sir. Politics does not look good on you, sir. Um, But while I was sitting up here talking, I hate concluding with sad news. Uh, Well, it's not sad news. It's good news. But um, I want to conclude with this. Um, I found this on the neighborhood uh, talk. And it says, suspect has been arrested for the murder of 81-year-old Jacqueline Avant. Y'all know I talked to you guys about um, Clarence Avant. This is his wife of 54 years. They um, found someone that was in connection to the murder. 
I will also keep you updated on this situation and what's going on and what's happening. This is a very sad situation. I'm pretty sure this lady didn't do anything to nobody. Um, but once again, you know, I don't know what the pull her husband have. It could be anybody. Her husband got a pretty big pull. So that was the last story of the day. So, so, this week, I call it my fashion week. And then after this, we're going to be talking about histories, mysteries. And I have found some very, very lit stories to do with histories, mysteries, girl. But today, I want to talk about some fashion brands that have done some controversial things. I found an article that had 25 plus fashion brands. But I'm going to call the ones out that you guys may know. Um, because this week, we started off with Von Dirch, a Von Douche. Um, then we talked about uh, what happened to the urban brands like Baby Fat, Fat Farm, um, Rockaware, Sean John. Um, Boo-boo. Man, we had a lit childhood. What happened to them? Then we talk about Patrizia Reggiani and if she killed Maurizio Gucci. Today we're going to talk about fashion brands who just don't give a damn. They just they don't care. Um, They feel like, you know, they're big. And they don't owe nobody no answers. They can do what they want. So we're going to talk about a few fashion brands. It's a list of 25 plus, but I'm going to talk about the ones y'all really know. Which I'm pretty sure that's most of the list. So I want y'all to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Get you some popcorn, get you something to drink. I hope you can stomach that because right now I'm not stomaching nothing. My stomach is like no right now. Okay. I woke up and I don't know what was going on. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know if it's my nerves Um, because, you know, y'all know the whole story about what happened to me and what went down with me. Well, y'all know the whole story of what went down with me. But long story short, I got to meet my childhood crush, um, the Tubby Butterman himself. <laughs> and um, it got a little gnarly afterwards. Uh, it got gnarly because it's on Mills. Uh, I think it was a huge misunderstanding between me and him. Um, and what he was trying to do and what I was trying to do. Um, long story short, I mean, I'm low key. I'm not going to forgive him for that other stuff, but I'm willing to listen to what is has to be said. Cause I don't mind learning. I do know I need to still learn. I'm still, I'm contemplating about going back to school y'all. Cause I am so tired of feeling like I'm ignorant. I might need to go back to college. I definitely need to learn how to code. Um, I'm just not feeling not knowing what's going on right now. Okay. That's stuff I need to learn about computers that I'm not doing. And girl, let me tell you something. It's not good not knowing certain things about computers, especially social media marketing. So this year was a learning experience with my podcast because I want to make money off my podcast and I'm not making money off my podcast, but that's because I am trash with social media marketing. Um, but, you know, we're going to talk about uh, some clothing brands that did not, uh, that was just, let's just say tone deaf. 
okay? So I found this article from living.alot.com. And it says, these 25 plus clothing brands land themselves in hot water. We're going to talk about a few of them because I don't think y'all know all of them. Okay, the first one is American Apparel. It says American Apparel consistently make news. They hire employees based on their hotness and their advertisements are frequently banned because they're not for prime time. If you know what I mean, it all started in 2000 when they released an ad with a woman in her underwear. At the time, it was a risky move that started the slippery slope of newsworthy American Apparel ads. Over the years, some of them have been worse than others and some have sparked questions in the advertising industry. For an example, one of their ads featured a woman named named with the line made in Bangladesh on job is Abercrombie and Fitch. I didn't know anything about Abercrombie and Fitch until that song uh Girl for Girl of was it LFO Girl of Summer? He saying like girl with wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. Like what's that? I still didn't know what it was to another eight years. No disrespect, Abercrombie, but you know, y'all don't quite market it to people like me. Abercrombie Fitch, the company actually loves being talked about negatively. They are the epitome of edgy. Their CEO has literally said that he doesn't want unattractive people wearing his clothes and admitted that they are exclusively. Some of the, some of AS other transgressions include advertising to promote unrealistic body standards and inappropriate advertisement. Now, I have to argue with what is unrealistic body standards because some people are just naturally thin. So how is it unrealistic when you do have people who are just naturally thin? Somewhere along the line, they forgot that beauty is the eye of the beholder and the only thing that's unattractive is their attitude. That's true. The CEO has gone as far as to say that overweight and ugly people should not be buying their clothes. Honey, I'm not buying clothes simply because y'all not geared to black people. The retailer said that it's designed clothes for the cool kids and popular kids in school and the not 
the not so cool kids according and not the not so cool kids according to a Mike Jeffries interview with Salon. However, since 2014, he's no longer the CEO of the company, yet A and B still use only attractive models for their clothing brand, so nothing has really changed. Like I said, I wasn't really dealing with Abercrombie. Y'all know y'all love y'all some Victoria's Secrets. I love Victoria's Secrets. I still got a dress from Victoria's Secrets that I need to wear. Um, I need to go look for that dress. Do I still have that dress? Let me go deep through my stuff and find that dress, girl. Um, it says Victoria's Secret has always been a place for pretty blondes and the occasional variation of that to gain fame, but they are now facing criticism for not being more inclusive. Their annual runway show it. And their advertisement still only features thick, thin women and no one else. In an interview with Vogue, Victoria's Secret was asked about this in 2018. Sorry. When asked why there were not any plus-size women or transgender models in their fashion show, Chief Marketing, Marketing Officer Ed Razik told Vogue that the show was a fantasy that is what the leader of the industries are looking for. Social media was obviously in uproar, and Ed Razik backpedaled his statement, clarifying that they absolutely would cast a transgender person as a model, but that but that just never have. You know, we always talk about the LGBTQ situation. We ain't talk about the, the lack of brown. Okay. Yo, that's something that's bugging me right now. And I think that is the thing that's bugging me. But like I said, I'm going to talk about it on another platform somewhere else. Not that I'm limited to what I'm saying, but I, I just, yeah. Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein's in America's fashion house establishment back in 1968. It's one of the most recognizable names in American fashion. It has a substantial market share. Despite its long history in the world of fashion, just like the others on the list, it hasn't been without... You just want to fight me today. So me and my tablet are fighting right now. And the tablet's winning. Just like the others on the list, it has been without its advertising controversies, and these first two are definitely problematic. The first ad in question was from 1995 and featured a topless 17-year-old Kate Moss straddling Mark, Z Mark Wahlberg. The ad was pulled as soon as the Child Welfare Authority saw it. Another ad from 2010 showed a partially naked Laura Stone on the ground, and it looks like a depiction of sexual assault. The latest controversy is somewhat minor by comparison, but it Justin Bieber is a very heavily photoshopped manner and are most of their ads, but customers voice that they are no longer into their airbrushed look. But I mean, you know, Justin Bieber look good in that ad. <laughs> Showing his tattoos and stuff. Nike. For years, there were rumors that Nike was using sweatshops that employ unfair labor practices and only recently has Nike admitted that they hadn't been as watchful as they should have been. Nike has contracted over 700 shops around the world and most, most of them overseas in Asia. The controversy started in the 1990s over its use of sweatshops where employees are exploited for cheap later, labor. In Cambodia and Pakistan, Nike was caught using child labor to make soccer balls, although they claimed they were not aware and took action to prevent it. A separate controversy arose in late 2018 when Colin Kaepernick was signed to their advertising campaign. The controversy, in case you forgot, was due to Kaepernick not kneeling for the United States National Anthem. For kneeling for the National United States for the United States Anthem. At a football game as a protest against police brutality. While stock prices dropped, sales increases, so perhaps it wasn't a huge of controversy for consumers or was for the media. Yeah, y'all still get in line and get them damn Nikes, don't you? Mm. 
Now this one, I know this brand is UK, but I do know that people do love Topshop. Okay, Topshop has been laughed at for their jeans with the clear plastic knees, but no one was laughing when they use a photo of an extremely thin girl in their advertisement. Because of the criticism, they eventually replaced the photo. The company already had a long history of using mannequins that were too skinny. The UK fast, fast fashion company has also been under fire due to controversy surrounding the man behind it during the Me Too movement. Philip Green was accused of sexual harassment, racist, racist abuse, and bullying by MP Hain. The company would take a hit, of course, with many shoppers calling for a boycott. He has since disappeared from the public eye, but his company remains intact. H H&M. You know, I was one that wanted to invest in getting some things from H&M. This was before the little boy in a shirt as a monkey. Girl. And then they did a scene with the black girl. And, you know, they were trying to use her natural hair, but it just looked like she was growing out of her. Okay. Let me just read this. It says, H&M released a green jumpsuit a couple of years ago, not realizing that it was incredibly similar to the uniform of the female Kurdish soldiers who were fighting ISIS. However, they did immediately release the statements that they did not intend to offend, but that's not even the worst of it. <clears throat> What's wrong with the Kurdish? And they were fighting ISIS in 2008. They caused more controversy with an ad featuring a black child with the slogan, the coolest monkey in the jungle. The racist trope unidentifiably, undoubtedly offended people. So when, on, on what on earth H&M was thinking, we could not possibly fathom. H&M apologized pulling both the ad and the product, but doesn't erase the latest impression of racism. We got to talk about Skechers. I used to love Skechers when I was younger. I had like the stock ones. It says in 2011, Skechers collaborated on an advertisement with Kim Kardashian to promote the health benefit of wearing their shoes. Soon, the Federal Trade Commission found that Skechers completely fabricated those benefits and actually sued the brand. Skechers was ordered. You know, the Kardashians just leave a trail of shit, don't they? I mean, it's like they're dogs scraping their dirty ass against the carpet. Let me continue. Schedule was ordered to pay $40 million to the people that bought the shoe. There were over 520,000 claims, which meant that people received between $40 and $84. Okay, so that wasn't worth it. <laughs> In 2019, Nike accused Schedule of stealing their intellectual property by manufacturing shoes that look remarkably similar to Nike's own design. Skechers denied this and went as far as to call Nike a bully. On top of that, Nike also claimed that Skechers stole two of his design patents. Additional Nike-owned Converse accused, of them, accused them of stealing their Chuck Taylor design, but the lawsuit was not won. Now, I did not know she had a shop, and so low-key, I don't like these people, so we're not going to talk about her clothing line because I don't like her. Um... I don't, I've never heard of this. Have y'all ever heard of the fuck brand? It says fuck. It's F-C-U-K, but we all know exactly what it means. Well, it meant French Connection UK. Okay, sorry. But I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, it's neither here nor there for me. I think I spent a little bit too much of time talking about this.
Yeah. This is a long podcast to just be talking about controversial fashion brands for me. Um, if you want to find this article, oh no. Um, if you want to find this article, this article is on livingalot.com. It's living.alot.com. And you can look at the other fashion brands they weren't talking about. Um, I just want to talk about this. Because this, to me, they kind of brush over a lot of issues. Because they didn't talk about the controversy with Louis Vuitton. They didn't talk about the controversy with Gucci as well. And I'm not talking about the controversy with Patrizia Reggiani. I'm talking about some other racist controversy. The underlying issue people have with fashion and have always had with fashion is that they felt like they had unrealistic body standards. Um, and it's unrealistic body standards is more of an issue of unrealistic body standards than it is the racism. You know, nobody gives a damn about treating people of color like shit. That's just a fact, you know? It's like I was talking about with the Santa Claus commercial, you know, y'all more adamant in making him gay, but fucking Megan Kelly dumbass said that he was white. And I refuse to believe my mama would share a fudge stripe cookie with a white man. <laughs> my mama has no issue with white people. But I just think it's weird that she would break off. She said, oh, he just broke off a cookie. No, you let him take the whole cookie. We talking about a fat, jolly person, okay? And this is before I decided to change my view on what Santa was. Because nobody wants to talk about the racial issue because y'all just, y'all comfortable with it being like that. Let's just call a spade a spade. Even black people are okay with it being like that. But... With fashion brands, it has always been seen as not having a realistic standards. I always seen fashion brand as um, fantasy, um, fantasy world. You know, granted, I don't want to be five foot nine, one hundred and fifteen pounds. You know, I will just be okay with hitting at least one hundred and seventy by the New Year's Eve. I'm okay with that. But fashion brands have always offended people. But in the same sense, it does not keep them from buying their clothing. And the funny part about it is, is that these, these clothing companies who offend minorities and people who are above a size four, they're still popping out fashion and y'all still buying their bullshit. But I just did a whole list of urban lines that went out of business because they were trying to go couture. They were trying to cater themselves to a more universal market because you got tired of catering to people who look like you. Which I think is unfair. It's severely unfair. These couture lines are still popping. And let's be straight up honest. Y'all rather be seen in ye Saint Laurent. Y'all rather be seen in Nikes and Skechers. You don't care about people being overworked and underpaid to make that shoe, to make that product. You're totally okay with that. You're right with that. 
but want to complain when the company does something racist, when they don't, they're not size inclusive, or they use a whole continent of Asia to produce stuff. If you are upset with what they do, and my thing is, I don't even buy what they got, and I don't, I don't, I'm not even impressed with some of the things they have anymore. And I low key, I'm gonna give y'all a bonus. I want to talk about Wet Seal. I really do want to talk about Wet Seal because Wet Seal was my jam. Okay, Wet Seal is everything to me. But. It goes to show you when you're a couture, you can do anything. But if you do your line and you create it for urban people and you try to go couture, it doesn't work. I think we need to bring back the urban lines. They're more size inclusive. There are more, represent more representation going on. Instead of complaining about what your favorite line that you low-key can't afford is not doing. With that being said, thank you guys for my podcast. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. <clears throat> Next week, we're going to be talking about some stuff y'all ain't ever heard about. And I ain't heard nobody talk about it. But if I find out that somebody started talking about it, we're going to be fighting. Um, Just like I'm fighting with this tablet right now. I don't know if this is my tablet that's vibrating or my phone that's vibrating something is vibrating and it's not really making sense because it doesn't show an alert on it with that being said thank you guys for listening to my podcast these walls are then everything you do in the dark will come to light especially if you're being racist undertones and you don't like fat people But yet, y'all still buy the brand. Abercrombie. With that being said, thank you guys for my podcast. I can't wait to talk to y'all next week about histories and mysteries. I can't wait to talk about it. Thank y'all for listening to my podcast. This is These Walls Within. I'm like a so outie and I will be doing a bonus episode today because I wasn't trash today and I woke up early and we're going to talk about wet seal and I want to find out what happened to wet seal because I loved wet seal so uh, bye I'm like so outie <laughs>